0: So I'm looking at all these news stories that I've been collecting for the past day for today's radio program. And in all these seemingly unrelated stories, it suddenly dawned on me there is a common denominator. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Thursday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Well, I've been collecting news stories, something that I I do during the course of every day. If I run across something or something is shared with me that, that may be of interest to you, that may need some clarification, that may help you understand what's going on, I put them aside in a little special folder. And then, I look at them and I try to sort them out, put them in an order that may work. If I need to find additional information, maybe an audio sound clip or what have you. I do that. And then I prepare the radio program. Well, I noticed something. It dawned on me just this morning as I'm putting together today's radio program. You see, in all these news stories, that we have shared and stories and I'm about to share again today. There has been, for many unseen, but there has always been a common thread that runs deep within all of these stories and weaves itself. And if you see it, you'll notice that it ties it all together. Now, I want to explain why this is important. See, you can look at stories about bank failures. You can look at stories about pandemics. You can look at stories about election integrity. It doesn't matter what the story is. Transgenderism and its sudden rise. The fact that in about, no, I don't know, four weeks from now, we have to endure a month of Pride Month where everybody goes silly rainbow and everybody's supposed to become gay. I don't get it. Things that we never would have accepted 20 years ago are now being mainstreamed and forced upon us. You accept or get canceled, get name called, be diminished by corporate America, along with woke America, And woke churches and woke everything. There is a common thread. And it is a war against people of faith. And you're going to say, Bob, come on, give me a break. That can't be true. By the way, today is the National Day of Prayer. And so let's think about that for just one moment. Today, National Day of Prayer. And here in the United States, and I've got, by the way, I have stories from all over the world today that I need to share, because it shows this is a global issue. And what really is disturbing is how Biden is waging a kind of a quiet war on people of faith. It's happening in Canada, too. Oh, they'll use things like COVID and and everything else to give it as a cover excuse, and that's all it is. It's just a big fat lie and a cover excuse. Have a story about that too. Biden has been caught spying on Christians. The FBI has been planning undercover agents inside of churches claiming they are likely to be violent extremists. Because they believe in Jesus. And they don't believe that the savior of the world is found in government. So they must be extremists. Biden's secret service threatened to arrest a pastor for praying in front of the Chinese embassy. Not on embassy grounds, mind you, but outside. Federal securities have kicked out Christians for wearing pro-life attire. Pro life attire. Now, Black Lives Matters and obscene things, oh that's great. You keep wearing it, it's your first amendment right. And you have deep state agencies demanding the Supreme Court overturn your right. Yeah, there are cases to go to church on Sunday. And in this case, it happens to deal, as I recall, with a guy that has worked for the United States Postal Service for decades. And when he came on board, he was willing to work all kind of strange hours Monday through Saturday and has been doing that for ages. But see, ever since Amazon wanted, you know, Sunday delivery and every every woke corporation wants to turn Sunday into another day of making bucks and money and mammon, Well, post office needs people to deliver Amazon packages because you can't live without it. I mean, you have to have it Sunday. You can't live waiting till Monday. So all this stuff's got to arrive. and, And this is where the world of commerce has moved. Just another day to make money. And the United States Post Office has told this guy, no, you are working on Sunday, and I'll just come out and say it. It's kind of like, screw your church. This is more important. Don't you know making money for Jeff Bezos and us is far more important than that silly God of yours? And they're demanding this person make a choice. In other words, the post office will make zero accommodations for him. And let me... Put it another way. For those that are saying, yeah, but you know, you got to get the mail. Understand that the majority of people in the United States are no longer people of faith that go to any kind of religious service. I don't care what you're talking about. I don't care if it's some silly, woke, broke church pandering to transgenderism and and drag queen story hours, people are not going. They're not going to Bible-believing churches that the numbers have dramatically dropped. So you start out right up front where more than 50% of the American people have nothing to do with anything that is considered a religion. Now, humanism is a religion. That's another story. But understand... And then of the 40 some odd percent that claim to be part of a religion, more than half of them never attend any kind of worship service anywhere for any reason. Whether it's a Friday, Saturday or Sunday or what, it doesn't make any difference regardless of the religion. And so to imply by the post office that they can't live without this guy delivering packages for Amazon on a Sunday, it's going to make the world come to an end, is ludicrous. It is insane. It is ridiculous. Thankfully, that has made it to the Supreme Court. Now, let's find out, we hope and pray, that this court is not a fake, phony, and fraudulent court, or where members have been gotten to by the deep state to threaten them. I wonder about that at times. I mean, they can't figure out who leaked out the Dobbs decision. I'm not buying it. I think that's a big fat lie. And so there is this subtle war on faith. It all started in 1962 with a vengeance, if you recall. Madeline Murray O'Hare she decided she didn't want prayer in schools. And somehow the Constitution didn't want it there either. And out of whole cloth, the the court invented something that had never existed for almost, uh, well, at that point, oh, let's say 190 years, almost. 185 years. In other words... For 185 years, we had broken the Constitution in the United States, and the Founding Fathers never noticed that we were just completely decimating the Constitution that forbade such things. And then he gets you get some pinhead, and I'm, I'm I hate to use these kind of terms, but I'm just getting to the point that I'm so tired of illiterate people, uneducated, indoctrinated in public schools that can't think for themselves, telling me, well, Bob, you know, the Constitution says separation of church and state. Then I say, well, show me where. I mean, just bring me a Constitution and you know, circle it. They, they can't do it because it's not there. And on and on this goes. The war on faith started with a vengeance. It's been going on for years. The war on faith started, believe it or not, in seminaries of all places. Matter of fact, speaking of seminaries, just to give you an idea of where things have gone... I always remind you that some of the finest colleges and universities or what we think are some of the finest all started out as Christian universities, colleges and seminaries. That includes Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Duke, all of them started out as seminaries to train people to proclaim the gospel and be pastors and theologians and evangelists. Do you think Harvard is any longer a true Bible believing seminary? Of course not. It's it's the it is the antichrist. So is Harvard, Yale, Princeton, all of them. All of them have become enemies of the cross, every one of them. And even in mainline denominations, many of the seminaries today Many of the seminaries today are nothing but agents of Satan himself ushering in demonic influences, false teachings, false religions. And these are supposed to be the leaders of the church. Now, this phenomena, and and I'm always careful I understand the term ecumenicalism And among light-minded Christians That's not a bad thing If you are true believers in Jesus Christ Our denominational line should be Not that big of a barrier Especially when it comes to To reaching the lost But this new phenomenon of inter-religious idolatry is really nothing new. It's been attempted. But see, and it's become a mainstay of paganism ever since the fall of man. Simply now also remember, there are a lot of denominations that still falsely claim to be Christian, but it doesn't make it so. I can declare myself to be, you know, a 30-year-old muscular, handsome guy, but I'm not. You know, I I can declare myself to be anything, just like Dylan Mulvaney can declare himself to be some kind of a schoolgirl. And much of what is attempting to pass itself off as Christianity in today's times is anything but. Now, this applies not just to the group I'm about to mention, that I notice a song, that is being sung at a seminary. This is happening in the Presbyterian Church, many parts of the Methodist Church. It's happening in like the United Church of Christ, and of course the Episcopalians, and in this case, uh, a, not all, but you know, a, a group of the Lutherans. You know, there, there are more than one flavor of Lutherans and more than one flavor of even Presbyterians and now Methodists are divided. Not that I'm sure where many are going in the new split off is really a good place to be. I see the potential to be right back where you started from in a short amount of time if you're not careful. Luther Seminary is in St. Paul, Minnesota. And it is an ELCA seminary. That's the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, which is anything but evangelical or Christian anymore. Many of the churches, while pretending they still hold on to some resemblance of the childhood Christianity and liturgies or words in certain hymns, certain hymns are off limits now because they're just too close to the real thing in a recent chapel service at Luther Seminary in St. Paul, Minnesota. And I watched the video of this the other night and I was appalled. They were singing a song. They were singing a song which is really a Buddhist worship song about becoming one with the world. Come for us to live as one. Has come for
1: us to live as one. We are all the leaves of one tree.
0: So as you can tell by the lyrics, we are all the leaves of one tree, and originates from a, a Buddhist monastery in France. And that monastery is called. The Plum Village. No, P-L-U-M, like a plum village. We
2: are the leaves of one
0: tree. The time has
1: come for all to leave as one. We are the leaves of one tree.
0: And what was disturbing, I was watching the video, of this chapel service from Luther Seminary, a ELCA Lutheran Seminary in St. Paul, Minnesota. Man, St. Paul, if he knew what was happening in his namesake city, he'd be writing you a letter. Believe me, he'd be writing you a long letter. If you listen, it's obvious This is nothing more than earth worship. And as the song is being played, and this is not long ago, so this is what makes it even more disturbing. You got the little group up there with the piano. Somebody's got a guitar ready to play. You got the two guys, the two girls, you know, on their little stools around the the grand piano. And everybody walks by, And all the students still wearing their silly face diapers, which shows that they are truly brainwashed beyond words. I mean, brainwashed. They pick up little candles. And then there's this big picture of the earth on the ground. And you got four kneeling cushions around this. It's about maybe 12 by 12 feet. This painting of the earth kind of like a flat looking earth and they all gather around holding their candle and they kneel down and they worship the earth they worship the earth at a Lutheran seminary now what is said is none of this surprises me to have at some Lutheran seminary training pastors to go to churches all across the United States, Canada, who knows? Maybe even as missionaries for this Satanism to be shared around the world. It's earth manatee. It is earth worship. It is trying to pretend that, you know, Jesus and the earth are as one. No, they're not. Jesus, the creative power behind this earth, is not the earth. It is a total opposition to sound Christian teaching, which is long gone in America since the Supreme Court in particular went after prayer in schools and everything that else that has to go with it. So I'm not surprised. I'll just say this much. This collective identity, this weird ideology of universalism is universally destructive. St. Paul makes it clear in Romans chapter 1. Let's begin at verse 22. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. That pretty much describes our colleges and our universities today. They're worshiping the planet. They're believing the planet's in peril. They're believing it's up to us to save the planet. And I've shared some stories in recent weeks about how big of a lie this really is, yet you have indoctrinated and brainwashed little children starting in preschool to believe that mommy and daddy are killing the planet and we must save the polar bears from drowning or the earth catching on fire. A little side note, here in southwest Virginia, the extreme southwest part of the state, it has been rather cold of late. Spring has not sprung. Oh, we had a couple of false starts, a day here and a day there. But here we are. This is the fourth day of May. Where is spring? We about had a frost the other night. What's going on? Is it climate change? It's certainly not global warming. I will mention this, though. About a year ago, we told you on this program, maybe even longer than that, that people that follow sunspot activity, they're predictable, and other trends that are highly predictable over the centuries you see some intersecting points where the temperature for a while for a reason you know for a period of time or is warmer, then it's cooler, then it's this. This idea that, you know, some little change over ten years has any meaning is meaningless. We know in the 1700s it was downright cold. That's not normal. We know in other periods of time, a thousand years ago, the temperature was terribly warm, even in even in the United Kingdom, unprecedented. We know that CO2, that's a big farce. When CO2 makes up 0.03, not 0.3, not 3%, 0.03% of the atmosphere, and it is fluctuated just barely between that 0.3 and 0.4, over recent decades, yet we know in prior decades, numbers of 0.05, 6, 7, and 8 were definitely there. And we know that when you start dropping below (laughs) 0.3, guess what happens? Plant life dies. You can't grow food. And so... Verse 22, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Basically, most universities are graduating fools and they changed the glory of an uncorruptible God into the image made like corruptible man and to birds and to four-footed beast and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness, through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Verse 25, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever and ever. Amen. Now look at the world today. Look at a pride parade. Look at the drag queen story hours occurring in church sanctuaries in front of little children. You know, someone made an interesting comment the other day. Why is it all these ugly men dressed as women want to twerk sexually in front of little five-year-olds, but they don't want to go by and entertain the folks at the nursing home? It's because they're reprobates. It's because they're disgusting, evil, sexually perverted individuals. I mean, let's just call it for what it is. Verse 26. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use unto which is against nature, and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was met. Hmm, sound familiar? And next month, we have the pride parades to celebrate all that sin. I mean, you've got to get on the sin bandwagon, man, or you're just an evil homophobe, transophobe, a hate-filled person that must be canceled or their mind changed in a re-education camp, whatever it takes. And the Lutherans are right on board with you, man. Every little pastorette in a Lutheran church, come June, will wear their rainbow stole and go bless an abortion clinic. Yes, God loves abortion too. This is an anathema. This will come under God's judgment. This is heresy. This is damnable. This will destroy them. They will believe the lie unto their own damnation and there's not a thing they can do from this point forward to change it. Once you have gone that far, you are gone. Says it in Second Thessalonians. They will believe the lie unto their own damnation. This is the common thread that runs into all of this. I don't care if it's the economic nonsense going on. Like I say, the Biden administration is on board with every bit of butchering little children and changing their genders, puberty blockers, surgeries, And the taxpayers should probably pay for it, according to the Biden administration. His little reprobate of a press secretary is nothing but a disgusting little witch. She promotes her gayness and thinks transgenderism is a thoroughly normal. I mean, there's a picture of her standing next to Richard Levine the ugly guy pretending he's a woman, wearing his, you know, admiral's woman's uniform. And this is our government. It is the reprobate mind that is running our government and running this nation into a disastrous future. The Bible says we are given evil leaders for an evil people. And I think the United States the majority has become evil. And so God is rewarding us with evil leaders. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that Christians are shirking their responsibility. And so God says, if you're not going to do what I've commanded you to do, why do you expect me to fix your world for you? Let me say that again. I want you to Grasp this. If you don't, you have to understand something. President Obama backed, oh, I think it was what, 2010? Maybe it was 2012. I can't remember which year. In a speech, he made this remark, may have been actually even before then, that the United States is not a Christian nation. And a lot of people got really bent out of shape when he said it. And he talked about that handful of people clinging on to their guns and Bibles. And that is the operative word, handful. See, whether you want to believe this or not, whether you like it or not, doesn't mean anything to me. Obama was actually correct. At the time he made that statement, we had already slipped over the edge we were no longer a Christian nation. That had come to an end. There are Christians in this nation. As the Bible says, we are in this world, but not of it. But we no longer represent the salt and light, the preservative, the light that chases away the darkness. Many have just come to hide Or stay home. I'm telling you, you you look at what's happening in seminaries today. They're graduating agents of the Antichrist that are going to come to your local Presbyterian Methodist or Lutheran Church, United Church of Christ, and I can think of a bunch of others. And they will share nothing but heresy and nothing but a false and damnable message. And people will buy into it. And the Christians on the sidelines, there are a handful that hide in their churches. And they're aging out. You don't see as many children anymore. By the way, I just happen to have a thought. Thinking about how schools will tell children. I want you to think about this one for just a second. You have schools in California and other states, and more to follow soon, where teachers are bragging openly, bragging openly, that they look for little children in kindergarten, first and second grade, to identify which ones are really in the wrong body. I mean, I'm serious. This is not, this is going on. All over the United States, you've got these sold-out, satanic teachers that are demonically possessed. Only demons would do this. Anybody with a rational mind would not. You either are demonically possessed or demonically influenced or you are deceived because you have turned your back on the gospel and your mind has been set afire against God. I think that's the case with Joe Biden. He can keep his plastic rosary in his pocket all day long. But he believes in every satanic cause and promotes it. As Christianity has been shoved aside, as people have walked away from the church, there is a very strange phenomenon going on. And a lot of people haven't figured it out yet. Alternate gods... There is a rise. See, kicking prayer and God out of our schools has led to a rise of ancient deities. I've said it before, and you need to grasp this little concept. Don't forget this. There is a link. It's like every thread in every other story There is a link between the removal of God from public life and the rise of ancient gods like Ishtar, Baal, and Moloch. Moloch, who demanded infant sacrifice. Welcome to the world of unfettered abortion. Ishtar and Baal. Dianism, which is worship of the planet. And on and on it goes. These so-called agnostic individuals are really worshiping via the planet ancient demonic deities. Because Baal, Ishtar, and Moloch, they're not gods. They are demons. They are purely Demons, deceiving many to their own destruction, damnation, and death. And this is what is on the rise around the world today. You can look at the economic problems in the United States. Only a delusional mind could believe that borrowing money forever causing the money we have to become worth less and less, trying to lie to people to control the narrative will have a good outcome. We are heading for an economic disaster. Many, many years ago, a guy named Larry Burkett wrote a book called The Coming Economic Disaster or Earthquake, Coming Economic Earthquake. Now, he passed away back in the 1990s, as I recall. His ministry in Gainesville, Georgia, is still there. But even Larry said, you know, it may not be next year. It may not be in a decade. It may take another half century from now. But there is a day with destiny coming. And all we've managed to do is kick the can down the road a little farther, a little farther, and a little farther. But we're going to run out of road to kick the can down. Look at the number of banks that are failing quietly, and nobody wants to talk about it. Now, the one thing that there's a common thread there, too, these are the most woke and culturally ESG, you know, environmental social governance banks around, and they're the ones collapsing first because their policies are intellectually bankrupt, morally bankrupt, spiritually bankrupt, and they're not sound business. Now I'm gonna before we go to the break, I'm gonna I want you to think about this and I'm gonna pick up on this theme on the other side. So you got teachers running around trying to identify the trans kids and tell them not to talk to their parents. Let's let's get you on a program here over the next couple of years to get you your if, if the state of California and maybe down the road New York and others have their way, these schools will be butchering your children without your permission. Because they believe the children belong to them. These pedophiles, that's what many of them are. Yeah, matter of fact, I saw also, was it Minnesota? I'll double check it. A transgendered, you know, some ugly guy pretending he's a woman wants to remove pedophilia from being illegal. He wants to make pedophilia a protected sexual class like homosexuality. Because he believes that that's thoroughly normal. That's delusional. Let me pose this question. So the schools think it is all right. And our government in Washington, and that includes a bunch of phony, fake, fraudulent Republican rhinos that are just in there for the money, playing the game of loyal opposition, Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney and others, you're frauds, you're phonies, you're despicable and you're disgusting. Just awful. What would happen? See, it's okay if the schools identify the trans kids or the gay kids or this or whatever and help them on their way without telling the parents. What would happen if a public school teacher started baptizing children in her classroom? without telling the parents. Do you think the government would say that's okay? That's good freedom of expression? I <laughs> you can imagine it'll be World War Three or and Four together if that ever occurred. Now I'm gonna pick up on this and a couple of other stories. These all tie together. Some of the stories I'm gonna share you would never believe that they do connect, but they really do. It is the satanic thread The demonic influence, the reprobate mind that makes people think you can borrow money forever with no consequence, they have lost their minds. The Bible said, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. When I get back, also, I'm going to quickly share an update on the church building, what's going on, some good news. Things are beginning to really take shape. And this church may help people locally and via streaming, audio and video and radio and all that. It, it, it's going to launch out to reach other people as well. For those that have no church, people that are isolated in places where they're not even anywhere near a Bible-believing group of people. And I also believe this is going to be a hub to launch a bunch of small local churches that will survive the next wave of pandemics and lockdowns in 15-minute cities. That is sure to occur in the not-too-distant future. We try to bring you these news stories. Look, I could be, and I, I'm going to name names here, and and I'm not, I'm not make I'm not diminishing these people. I'm not trying to get into what they do. There are a lot of talk shows out there on radio that people listen to or watch. And I'm not trying to be a Hal Turner. I'm not trying to be an InfoWars Wars or 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 a a Steve Bannon. That's not what I do. Anybody can find the headlines and read them. That's the easy part. Putting it into the perspective of God's word most do not want to do and this is where this program has got to differentiate itself from everybody else anybody can be a tucker carlson no offense you know tucker's biggest problem was he had a big audience but the mainstream advertiser didn't want to be there I've got a list of those that don't want it, that that bailed on Tucker, so he was down to second-tier, low-rate advertising. So, really, Tucker telling the truth in a woke world was losing Fox money. That's the one thing you have not been told, and I'll about, I'll tell you about it on the other side. Do you believe in our mission and ministry? Would you consider going to our website, TruthTheNumberTwoPonder.com? truth the number two that's truth to ponder.com you can support us from there you'll see a tab that says support even has our mailing address if you don't have internet but you still want to help us you can make a check or money order payable to ancient word radio ancient word radio post office box 510 Post office box 510. And the city is Chilhowee. C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowee, Virginia. C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowee, Virginia. Zip code 24319. That's 24319. And we will be right back. This is
2: Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman Breaking the law of sin coming up. Shalom alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out. I'm receiving a special free gift in a moment. God's word tells us that we were once under something called the law of sin and death. We were bound by it. But a Messiah, we're to be free of it. And what does that mean? Well, a law is something that you're supposed to obey. It's, it's something that rules you. It means our lives were ruled by this. A law is something you obey. So men, we were obeying the law of sin and death, but a law is also something that can be broken. And now we're free from that. That means we don't have to obey the law of sin and death anymore. It means that to obey God, we have to also learn how to disobey the law of sin and death, the, the law of the world, the flesh and the devil. And, and so as much as we're to be obedient to God, we have to learn how to be disobedient to sin. It's holy to be disobedient to sin. So when the enemy tempts you, you don't have to obey anymore. You don't have to do what it says. You can break that law. When that sin comes up and says it's a habit, well, you've done it before, you gotta do it again. You can say, no, I am breaking this law. I am not obeying it. When that law of fear comes up, You can say, no, I don't have to succumb. I don't have to fear now because I'm not under this law. I am saying no to it. You can say no to the devil, no to the world, no to the law of bitterness, the law of selfishness, the law of gloom and despair and anger and addiction and bondage and every habit. You can say no. Yes, you can say no. Start breaking the law today, the law of sin and death, because in God, the holiest thing you can do is to become a lawbreaker of the laws of sin and darkness a breaker of the law of sin and death, so you can obey the law of God. Want more? Ask for The Illegal Miracles on CD. Now the free gift for you. The mystery hidden for 2,000 years in the sands of Israel better than Rages of the Lost Ark and it's real. The mystery of the temple doors on CD. You'll love it. And Sapphire's, uh, your daily spiritual vitamin supply for victorious life in God. How do you get these gifts free? easy. Just write down Jesus's real name, Yeshua, and you'd call it. That's it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 for your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to minister with me and bring in bringing the gospel to the Jewish people who gave you the gospel and to reach the lost of the nations. The most incredible way your life can ever impact the world for the gospel through shortwave radio. It's amazing. Just call 1 800 Yeshua 1. That's Y E S H U A 1. Or you can write me direct at the nice Jewish boy box 1111 Lodi, L O D I, New Jersey, 07644. That's box 1111. It's Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Or visit us at hopeoftheworld.com. Well, till next time. This is Jonathan Kahn saying, "Break that dark law, my friend, and be free." Shalom aleichem in Messiah Adonolam, the Lord of all.
0: This is truth to ponder with Bob Bierman. and I welcome you back to part two of Truth to Ponder for this Thursday. We covered a lot of ground, went a lot over the normal time for the first segment, so there's not as much time here in part two, but I've got a couple of stories you really need to hear from around the world, no less. By the way, there's some unrest in the nation of France. I'll probably get to that tomorrow, but the media doesn't cover it see to the American bankrupt, intellectually, spiritually and morally destroyed media that lives on a collective diet that gives them nothing but terminal brain syphilis. Yeah, Rachel Maddow and company. The only reason that Don Lemon is gone is not because of his ideology. It's just because he was just such a creepy person to work with. Tucker's gone because he he dared slaughter a few sacred cows. And as a result, there are a lot of companies that didn't want to be on that program anymore. See, while a lot of people talk about the fact that Tucker Carlson had the largest audience for his kind of program, beating CNN, Headline News, MSNBC, and a bunch of others, what a lot of people miss is that the television game is a business game. It has very little to do, unless you're a leftist, with ideology. And because the leftist controls so much of the powers of government, banking, and you name it, and media, uh, the woke corporations just, you know, play right along. And so, Tucker Carlson can have... The big audience, but those that those audience numbers and their good numbers were not becoming ad dollars because there's been a boycott by the woke corporate America. It's like 26 different mainstream sponsors don't advertise anymore that used to on Tucker Carlson. And I'm, you know, Career Builder was one. TD trade, IHOP, oh yeah, Ancestry.com, Jaguar Land Rover, Voya Financial, you know, Voya, you know, Nautilus, Boflex, Nerd Wallet, Minted, Pacific Life Insurance, Indeed.com, Norwegian Cruise Lines, Red Lobster, they won't advertise on Tucker, they stopped. Farmers Insurance, Lexus and Toyota, Mint Mobile, Grey Snacks, Samsung, SodaStream, Pfizer, <laughs> yeah, Pfizer, SanDisk. In other words, the ones that pay top dollar for advertising, United Explorer credit card and Scott Evest. Zena Optical they don't advertise they they, they walked away and so what you had left for the Tucker Carlson program was what we called in the industry remember I've been in this business over 50 years around radio I get it and communications they're called second tier sponsors they pay either a much lower rate or it's per inquiry and meaning if only when people use the promo code like For My Pillow or Relief Factor, Granite Stone Pots and Pans. Those sponsors, and when you look at some of these conservative programs, that's all you're seeing. The left has succeeded in scaring off the major corporations because of their incessant lying about hate speech and nonsense, that if you are opposed to butchering a child when they're young and ripping off the breast of a 12-year-old girl, then you're a hateful, evil individual. And they've got these stupid companies believing it. That's how anheuser Bush could end up making such a boneheaded decision to put this idiot pretend girl by the name of Dylan Mulvaney advertising Bud Light or Nike having him advertise women's sports bras come on these companies have been they have been kowtowed into believing a big fat lie and they only care about one thing, money and the MSNBCs can get the big bucks putting out their garbage Because they have scared With the power they have From the universities, colleges and everything else And even now seminaries That's where the control comes from Some states are trying to fight back It's not an easy battle And you don't always win You don't always get what you want But it's rather fascinating When I saw this story That comes from the land down under Australia And I know we have an audience down there Victoria Premier Dan Andrews scolded his House of Commons that if you dare want biologically separated restrooms, just go ahead and move to the racist Republic of Florida. That's what Dan Andrews said.
1: Speaker, I'm, I'm saddened to have to rise to make a statement to the House in relation to quite shameful conduct out of the city of Monash last week and decisions that very sadly the CEO and the Mayor of that Council have had to make in relation to cancelling a number of events, events that are about celebrating diversity, events that are about sending a message to often some of the most vulnerable people in our Victorian community that they are loved, they are respected, they are safe and they are supported by their government and their community. Now make this statement not just as the Premier of a State when it, where equality is not negotiable. I also make this statement as a long time rate in the city of Monash. I don't know how many of these protesters with not an exercise of free speech, but an exercise in hate speech, violence, bigotry, racism, sexism, uh, 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 homophobia, transphobia, the list goes on ugly scenes. Ugly scenes on any measure, on any measure, including, can I say, death threats against council officers and councillors it is a disgrace it is a disgrace it's shameful and my message to those people is very clearly if you want to behave like the worst elements of the floridian uh, republican party well get to florida head over there where your hateful views might might be worth something they're worth nothing here we won't stand for this sort of ugly behavior it's appalling And I again make the point, it's not about free speech. This is hate speech, plain and simple. Plain and simple. It is wrong. It is out of step with the values of fair-minded, decent, mainstream Victorians. It is on the fringe. Uh, but enough about those people. Let's send the clearest message, Speaker, that, that equality is not negotiable, and despite the carry-on and the shameful behaviour of a small few, this government and this community remains committed to every single Victorian, no matter who they are or who they like.
2: can you hear, can you hear the th-
0: So when you listen to a story like that, listen to the just plain despicable rhetoric coming out of the White House, our own FBI, our own CIA, many very woke and evil to the core politicians, liars, reprobates, uh, murderers and adulterers that many of them are. Fakes, frauds, and phonies we see in D.C. God's judgment is coming, and it's coming really soon. And that's why I keep telling you to prepare for such a time. You know, the only thing that is kind of good news right now, a lot of people that were pushing the big COVID narrative, they're, they're suddenly changing their tune and denying they said the things that they said, But the Internet doesn't forget what Fauci said. The Internet doesn't forget what Dr. Burke said. The Internet doesn't forget what Rochelle Walensky has stated. All lies. And they're running away because they know the mainstream media and this Department of Injustice will never touch them, never challenge them and leave them alone. We can pray that the truth really comes out. And I really pray that it does at some point. I noticed something else. Just this is just passing uh, numbers. Very, very few people are are even considering the bivalent COVID shot. I mean, it's tiny. Pfizer and Moderna are probably you know crying and 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 drowning their sorrows in a Bud Light with a picture of Dylan Mulvaney on it. Because they're losing so much money because nobody's taking their, their government-paid shot anymore. I mean, literally, nobody's taking it. And all I see billboards, you know, run out and get it today. Nobody wants it. Maybe one in a hundred people are running around still scared to death with a face diaper. Or they're at a woke Lutheran seminary and they think they have to to please their... their earth god or whatever who knows there is a separation going on today if you hadn't figured it out god is separating the sheep from the goats the sheep from the goats it's starting who do you belong to are you running around in goat leggings or are you a part of are the sheep that hear his voice and know his name and know his voice. Jesus, by the way, real fast, I don't have time to get into this today, but I will tomorrow. A shepherd and his sheep, a good shepherd lays his life down for his sheep. A hireling could care less and will run. A good shepherd is the gate to keep the wolf out of the fenced-in area where the sheep are sleeping and grazing at night. Sadly... Most of the churches in America today are propagating satanically inspired, damnable heresy and nonsense. Why do you think I'm doing the church project? It's not because at my age, I I feel that I have nothing else better to do. It's because God has called me to do it. This radio program needs to spend more time sharing not just the bad news of the world, but the good news of the gospel Sure, I'm going to point out some stories even the so-called conservative media don't want to talk about. We're going to talk about some pretty powerful stories in the days ahead. But if I don't put it in perspective of what we can do about it, then I'm wasting your time and mine. There's no there's no need for me to be another program. There's so many of them out there. And some with better clickbait headlines than mine. Not, not that there are any tr- <laughs> they're true sometimes, but I think you understand this is not a business for me. This is a burden and a calling. I don't charge subscriptions. I don't try to sell you merchandise. I don't give you promo codes. I don't do any of that. I give you the truth because I'm beholden to nobody but you and my Lord. My Lord first, you second to give you nothing but the truth, the whole truth, so help me God. We're gonna pick up on this tomorrow and tie it together and still give you some real hope in this very weird time. If you believe in our mission and ministry, go to the website. You can support us from there, truth 2 the pottercom truth2ponder.com. A check or money order made payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowie, Virginia, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia, 24319, that's 24319. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth